킹카와 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요 여러분의 칠리더 한도준입니다 Or if you don't speak Korean yet, hello there Kinkas and Kinkas, it's me, Rome or Handojun, your cheerleader And of course, I'm the lone host of Kinka Podcast Your favorite K-drama, Korean culture and Korean language learning podcast In today's episode, I will share with you my thoughts about romanizations and learning hunger If you're an intermediate or an advanced Korean speaker, then this episode might not be for you But you might as well keep listening if it ever helps you verbalize your thoughts and opinions about Korean romanizations. The TLDR of this episode is don't romanize and instead learn to read and write hunger. Um, before I elaborate my thoughts on this, uh, let me just share with you this experience that I've had a few weeks ago when I went to the KTV with Um, some of my colleagues so we decided to go to the KTV we sang songs and then after a while I decided oh why don't I try singing uh, some Korean songs and I did uh, I tried to sing some Korean songs that are quite recent like what songs were quite recent not very recent but uh, what is love so that's actually quite old already and I also sang songs that were already too old like Mujokon or Unconditional Love in English or just Unconditional actually Mujokon Unconditional um, yeah while trying to sing those Korean songs I think for What is Love it didn't have Korean lyrics what I mean by it not having Korean lyrics is that There was no Hangul lyrics for the song, but instead, what was flashed on the screen was just the romanization of the Korean lyrics. And while seeing that, I actually had a really hard time because I was not used to reading Korean romanizations. And for me, it's so much easier to actually read Hangul than romanizations. I, I will tell you the reasons why, but yeah, I just thought that sharing that anecdote might help you understand my point. Um, and maybe if you are also trying to learn Korean, and uh, yeah, you've tried singing KTVs, you might understand that, yeah, it's better to just use hunger than Korean romanizations in general. So yeah, now let me elaborate my thoughts about this. Um, I have three reasons why you shouldn't learn Korean through romanizations. So three points. First is that romanized Korean is non-standard. Second, romanized Korean will mess up your pronunciation. Third, romanized Korean is basically non-existent in the real world. So let's go through this one by one. First, Romanized Korean is non-standardized. Unlike in Chinese or Mandarin where they have pinyin and is standardized and is pretty much comprehensive, to this very day, Korean actually doesn't have a standardized romanization. There might be some groups of people who would claim that there is this particular specific and standardized way for Korean romanization But it's really not. At least that is based on what I've learned and read until now. 
There are methods that just transliterate Korean into the English alphabet, letter by letter or character by character. But there are actually Korean syllables and words that don't sound the way that they are spelled. Yeah, that is right. Some examples that I can think of right now includes 관리, which if you romanize, most of the time will be spelled as 관리 or 관리. But due to a sound and enunciation thing, uh, I don't know what it's called in the language context, um, the N sound is removed and replaced with an L sound, making it 관리, 관리. Another example is 섭리, 섭리, which is often transliterated as 섭리, 섭리. Notice that the B and the R sounds are replaced into M and N sounds. I wouldn't go into the details of how that works in this episode, but you get the point. If Korean characters are just transliterated into the English alphabet, it would not be very good as a study material, at least for your pronunciation, yeah? And what I have said until now actually supports the second point. Romanized Korean will mess up your pronunciation. In addition to what I have already said, if you are an English speaker and you have an accent, whatever accent that is, chances are you will apply that accent when reading a romanized Korean text. A very common example for this is when reading uh, names of Korean actors. This is actually why, when preparing to talk about the cast of a movie or a K-drama, I first make sure that I have their names in Hangul. Otherwise, I will probably mispronounce their names uh, if I only have their names written in the English alphabet. Like in last week's episode, I was confused with the name of past life's leading man. Uh, looking at his name written in the English alphabet, I thought it was read as Yu, because it was spelled as T-E-O-Y-O-O. So I thought it was Yu. But after looking for his name in Hangul, I found out it is Yu Teo. So yeah, Teo, not To. Such things uh, might have also happened in a lot of my past episodes when I only had the romanized names of the cast. So yeah. So yeah, you get the second point. And now the final point is that romanized Korean is basically non-existent in the real world. Okay, what do I mean? So if you go and visit Korea, well, you will see romanizations almost everywhere, but mostly for just one particular thing. The name of the streets, or some kind of street signs, or name of train or bus stations. And that can be quite helpful if you're navigating around Korea. It really is. But given that the romanizations when read don't always sound the same as when you actually read them in Hangul, you will have some trouble communicating these to locals. Also, aside from those, you actually won't see romanizations in anything else. No published literature is in pure romanized format. I think no actual consumer products have romanized texts in them. You get what I mean? The real world in South Korea only uses Hangul for everything. And don't bother chat a native Korean with romanized text. That would be, I don't know, so weird. 
But anyway, I hope that I have made the point across. And if you agree, that's awesome. If you don't, it's also okay. Maybe you have varying opinions about this, and I'm not claiming that I'm absolutely right about this. But I'm hoping that what I have said until now makes sense. Um, also, in the online world, I think most people use romanizations when they are trying to learn to sing a Korean song. When, at least when they're still not able to read Hangul just yet, and that might be okay if you plan to do it just that one time. However, it will benefit you a lot to learn Hangul and then learn Korean songs afterwards. So, yeah. Hmm. Oh wait, is there anything else that I wanted to say? I think that is all. Yeah. Maybe it's just a preference thing, but I I hope that you trust me here. I'm telling you that learning to read and write Hangul from early on will be very helpful in your Korean language learning journey. And yeah, again, this episode is brought to you by none other than me. If you wish to support a podcast, you can give it a rating from whichever platform you're using and tell your friends about it. Or you can also support the podcast financially by giving some donations using the link in the show notes. Also, King of Podcast is a part of the Bunk Collective. We are a group of podcasters creating various entertaining and informative content. Please check out and listen to our other podcasts. 네, 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. Again, this is Rome or Hando Jun, your Kinga Chingu, Kinga classmate, and the host of Kinga Podcast signing off. 안녕히 계세요. 다음 주에 봐요. 아니야, you heard my my room perfume automatically spray. But yeah. <laughs> 네, 안녕히 계세요. 다음 주에 봐요.